0: Is brought to you by Squash Clothing and Sugar Life.
1: Welcome to the Overly Excited Podcast, hosted by Jack Watts and Dale Sidebottom. Two friends with a passion for life, learning, and all things that get them jumping, jumping out, out of their seats. seats. <laughs> Welcome to the Over, Overly Excited Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sitting here in the room with Shepparton Royalty. <laughs> Absolute royalty today. Jack and Dale here hosting, and we we are very fortunate to have the great man, the Whiz, Steel Sidebottom, with us. Thank you, Steel, for coming on. Thanks for having me, boys. Dale.
0: Yeah. Now, Steelo, you are well known for a lot of things, but 300 games, mate, uh, play ticks of cake. We're excited to have you on the show. But one of the things we want to start with is not just your general questions, because we probably will get there. But when you think about what gets you super excited, jumping out of your seat, laughing. Because we're in the over-excited arena today. Oh, no. What really gets you excited sitting in the arena?
2: Um, good question. What it's, gets me excited? It's a good one just to put them on the spot yes, early. Just get it. them
1: feeling a bit awkward <laughs> on the back foot. Sweat coming um, down the
2: but, Well, the message I first got from you to come on the podcast, <laughs> firstly. Um, what gets me excited? Fuck. Um, oh, footy at the moment um it's getting to the pointy end of the year so um that's why we play to play in finals um like I I love getting out of Melbourne getting back to Shep or or Tallarook or wherever it is and just catching up with family and friends who obviously you know as you get older you you don't get to catch up as much as you can but um just little things like that that get me excited um obviously got a little daughter now Matilda I um, get excited to see her every day after work so um it'd be rude if I didn't mention my wife too you'll definitely hear about that
0: now family is obviously <laughs> a really big thing for you and you've just mentioned Matilda and Alicia and things like that but um one of the things I've always noticed with you it's not just your family but you're always massively you make a community wherever you go if that's Telegroup, nah, it was when I used to live with you in Kew, the whole, felt like I had instantly 30 new friends because the whole <laughs> neighbourhood would come, even then you moved somewhere else in Kew and you played 300 games, you've got a banner outside for everyone. Like, <laughs> is that like...
1: He's only uh, on the field for five years.
0: No, no his banner was amazing. But do you, is that something you're aware of? Or like you try and, you know, actively sort out a community because that's what you grew up in? You know, is that yeah. something on the back of your mind?
2: Um... No, I don't know. It's probably just something that's natural in me in me, from the way I was um, brought up. But I don't like to be alone either. So I like to be around people and, um, you know, just, um, yeah, almost just branching out. Alicia's a lot, like she's the same as well. We have like different friendship groups who probably, you know, this group over here wouldn't even know that side. So, um, yeah, just having, I don't know, I don't like to be alone. I like to meet new people, Um and just be active, like um, yeah, I don't, know. I don't like sitting around too much. Um, yeah, building new relationships or whatever it is, but um, yeah, I guess that's just sort of been the way that I was brought up. Living in Tally, you sort of know everyone from the town of Tally. You don't get away with too much there. So, <laughs> you definitely um, don't. Yeah, I just I just love um, being around other people and, and enjoying their company.
1: It's interesting you say that. I've known you since what we were. 11 or 10 or 11 yeah playing footy and then obviously through the ais and stuff like that and i just remember you would always have these groups of people and it was like you just bonded with people so quickly and easily and created these bonds even i remember like a lot of the indigenous guys that you you know you just managed to um make people feel so comfortable and so good about themselves and it sounds like obviously do you think that like your upbringing in a country town with, you know, it was sort of a bit more community feel.
2: Yeah. Yeah, even now, like, um, all the Indigenous boys at the footy club, like, I have a great connection with. And, um, yeah, growing up in Shep, um, obviously the footy club, Rumbalara there in Shep, I don't know what it is. I'm almost drawn to them. Mm. Um, They might be drawn to me as well. Mm. Um, Yeah, but I just feel like I, yeah, can have a connection with anyone, Um, no matter where you come from your upbringing, whatever it is, I hopefully I feel like I can get the best out of people and I think they get the best out of me as well. So it's not just
1: one way. But where do you think that that <laughs> came from? Like, is it your parents, was it your brother? Like how, how many brothers have you got? 12? i got four older brothers. <laughs> four older brothers? Four older brothers, yeah. You know, is it like, tell, tell me a bit more about that sort of environment growing up, yeah.
2: upbringing. Um. well, f- for me, it was great. Um, you know, just having four older brothers, Basically four best mates. Um, you know, back then there was no video games, no nothing. So we used to spend twenty four seven outside, um, <laughs> bashing each other. <laughs> yeah, bashing each other. The uh, tally footy club was over the back fence. Um, so it was just sport flat out. Clearly there was, you know, some rough rough times in there. I remember I broke my hand. I punched Twiggy, who's the middle one. Punched him in the hip one night. And <laughs> <laughs> um, broke me broke hand, so I never punched twig after that. <laughs> <laughs> Too much bone. Too much bone, <laughs> he exactly. He needs a more meat on him. <laughs> um, yeah, so I I, I guess, um, yeah, being a part of that um, close-knit family, like mum and dad separated, I think, when I was in grade six or something. Yeah. Um, you know, they was talking earlier about me staying around Q Well, Mum and Dad, obviously, we lived in Tally, and tally has got a population of like 300. Um, and when Mum and Dad split up, there used to be like an old um, like fish and chip shop in Tally, and it was no longer open. So Mum ended up renting it. There was like a house out the back, and it was literally 90 metres away from Dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't move far. Didn't move far. <laughs> two, two kicks on a yeah, good Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And um, yeah, so me and Tice actually shared a room, and our room was the old shop front. So like, still had like the big um, deep cool machine, cool machine, oh, cool machine. What do you call it? Um, freezer. Free. Yeah, you know, like the freezer. freezer. Um, so like, we used to be, you could like literally oh, yeah. out the front was kids used to um, line up for the bus and that. So we'd be in bed still, and you can hear kids like lining up. <laughs> <laughs> it was very different, but um, yeah, I, I, I just. I don't know, like, being a part of that family and then as I talked about, like, the <clears throat> community of Tally, it almost just is, like, one big family. Like, I'm now 32. I've got, like, I'm still on Snapchat. I'm sure you boys are. Yeah. You know, but I'm in, like, groups with, you know, like, Tally people and blokes that are 15 years, 20 years older than me. Like, just always, it's not that we catch up all the time, but, you know, um, we do footy tipping together, just little things that... um you talk about like getting excited and stuff. Like they're the things that I, you know, love the most. Going yeah. back to Tally yeah. and meeting up with those blokes, I you know still love to go back to the cricket club, which is where Tally basically. Tally doesn't have a pub anymore, so the cricket club and footy club is sort of where everyone comes together. And um, yeah, I guess that the way I am is is shaped um, from yeah my upbringing and, and where I've come from. So um, yeah, I love getting back there and, and the people there are still. The same people that were there when i grew up as well which is great so yeah. um yeah and they're, they're good at keeping me grounded as well when i go back there i'm just rusty i'm not <laughs> yeah. still the place for collingwood as well so yeah. no it's great i love it
0: and i think with that like and i must admit i played a tally, not very well but uh probably talking for a little bit too much money for what i was offering but still hey, like... you, you were telling me that you had it all over <laughs> I Definitely did not. Um, with the glove and that on <laughs> your little hands have something <laughs> going on. Uh, but beautiful community i get that one thing i've never asked you is when your parents did split up did that yeah. like did that have an effect on you or did you sort of like i know you've got really tight knit with your brothers particularly of Tice. Yeah. did that in did, did your brothers become tighter because of that or
2: did um, do you remember
0: it that well like
2: i i, I do remember it um like I probably remember <clears throat> like the lead up to it, like mum and dad used to blue like every night we'd go to bed and we would just hear them like just blowing every night. It's almost just like trying to put yourself to sleep. And it just got to a stage where, you know, clearly they'd f- fallen out of love. And, um, I guess like kids probably keep a lot of relationships together and potentially that was why mum and dad sort of stuck fat for so long. But, um, I guess in a way it was, it was good that they did split up, um, you know, sometimes now I sort of, like, look... So, like, for examples, like, I I love my old man, like but just don't see him much. Like, I don't speak to him heaps. I still love him. But, like, we have things at the footy club for, like, Father's Day and things. All the dads come in, and I don't have that as much. So sometimes I sort of look at it at that point of view. But Is
0: that, um, hard?
2: Is that hard? Like, do you... I no, guess you I'm... So, no, I'm just... I'm used yeah. to it in a way. Yeah. Um But, yeah, sometimes I, you know... Um, wives and husbands divorce so much, so I, I understand that you know it's it's common. But you know, sometimes I wish I had the you know the tight knit family. And I've still got a great family. Like my family's massive as well. But um, yeah, sometimes I wish that mum and dad were still together. But that's that's what happens in mm. life and, as well.
1: And what about having your own daughter? Did yeah. that give you any sort of new perspective on? I mean, how tough it is being a parent. Yeah. Um, how you wanted to, you know. I guess the environment you want to give her growing up.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. Well, it's or your definitely relationship with your parents. parents and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And that's like, I am ex- exactly like that. I want to give Matilda sort of what I sort of lacked at some stages. Um, so yeah, I definitely look at it the, the things that I <clears throat> wanted and I couldn't have because my parents weren't together. And um, you know, as soon as I've had Matilda, um, you know I want to make sure that I'm the best father that I can and I'm and clearly I'm not the perfect father as well and um yeah I just, I just try and make her as happy as possible um her mum you know is amazing as well and I yeah I understand that parenting can be can be tough at times and you'd know Dale but um yeah it's just I guess like anything but like the the good of being a parent far outweighs the bad um there's a few sleepless nights and things like that but um. Yeah. All my energy goes into to being a good dad for Matilda for sure. Yeah.
0: And you are, mate. You're, I was actually speaking to a mutual friend. Uh, Spud giving giving me a yell out, yeah, and he's just yeah. saying like you are the most dedicated and loving dad. Mm. Um, yeah. Do you think I don't want to harp on about your upbringing, but do you think you're so like you said you want to make it the best for her because yeah. of you know those sleepless nights where they're fighting and like you want to go above and beyond. Yeah. Because you don't want yeah. her to ever experience what you had to.
2: Yeah. And like, I I don't remember sort of how I felt when I was laying in bed and all that kind of thing. So I can't really talk to it, but it mustn't have been great for someone who was like, you know, 11 and 12 and Mm -hmm. having to go through that. So, um, and even just like times have changed. Like my dad's very, like, I'm probably starving. He's very, he's like old school, you know? Like he's sort of happy, set in his ways. And like, dad would never show that he was upset. I'm sure he was upset at some stage, but like mum would be like, bawling her eyes out. Um, And I'm sure like that would have definitely had an effect on me. And um, You know, like now, like my mum's single, she lives on her own. So, you know, I make sure and I try and do as much as I can for my mum just to make sure that that she's happy because clearly she's done a lot for me and potentially I'm not in the position I am with without both of them. So Well, not potentially, I'm not. I know
1: you probably wouldn't speak about this normally but I did a little bit of background work and, yeah. <laughs> and this, this is because you're such a modest human being and I know you wouldn't be you know you didn't do this for any sort of recognition or not, whatnot but is it true that you bought your mum a, a house when yeah you, yeah yeah I did that's, that's yep. pretty special I'd imagine yeah what was the feeling like when you
2: um <clears throat> yeah well basically since mum and dad split up like mum's never owned her own house <clears throat> she um like rented off her sister for ages and then um she had a partner after dad and like they're not together anymore so um yeah for me I just I was in a position where I could help mum, um and yeah like I guess Alicia was probably a part of that as well like pushing me to do it and clearly I couldn't do it if I couldn't do it so like it was almost like why not like she's done so much for me and um, yeah, fortunately I'm in a position where I was able to do that. So, um, yeah, just telling mum basically that, um, like get on real estate and have a look and try and find something cool. that works. Um, yeah, it was great. And just for mum to be able to put her own touch on her own house, like, um, you know, whenever you're rental, I think I said to you when you walked in, don't worry about taking <laughs> When it's your own house, you take a bit more care. So, um, yeah, like I was... Yeah, that's tough amazing. To, yeah, chuffed like to this. be able to do it, and and I know like my mum's she's a very emotional lady. My mum, and I, like I know how happy and proud that um she was, and like like I'll even just ring her like on a <clears throat> midweek and for no particular reason. Like I can just hear it every time that she says goodbye, I love you, like, she's about to cry every time, um, I'm, like, early days, like, it used to catch me, (laughs) now I'm I'm almost, like, used to it, um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm almost hang up before she does, Um, but, um, yeah, it's something that, yeah, I'm I'm proud of that I was able to do that, and, yeah, I'm sure if you ask mum that she's happier than ever, like, she's, um, in her own house, where she's she's comfortable, it's in a good spot. Now that she gets to see a lot of our grandchildren as well, so um, yeah, it's oh, that's amazing. That's great. It, it is yeah, a very I'm nice good. thing to do. And mm-hmm.
0: um, one thing I really want to touch base on because you two were in the same draft, as you said, we just started playing in under 11s, Victoria together. That's yeah. pretty impressive. so like yeah. as that, how does that friendship grow? Because obviously, still are you growing up in Country Victoria. Jacko, you're in Melbourne. You know, Baldwin. like you're completely different, but mm. you, you know, you're at the pinnacle of junior sport, and you continue doing that. How does that relationship flourish? Because there's no social media or anything back then. Like, yeah. what's what's that like? And I suppose from your draft, I think we we're talking about it this other day. Don't you? You'd be the, I think you're probably the last one still playing.
2: Yeah, I think there's a handful left maybe. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So what what's that like? <clears throat> you know, like obviously under 11s, all the way through, you'd see the same people.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, what's it like?
1: Yeah, I think, and I guess that's the thing. It wasn't as if we were best mates or anything growing up, because we'd see each other at these. You know, we'd go to the for the weekend when we were under twelve, and then you probably don't see each other for another twelve months, and then you know something else pops up, and but we, you know, South Africa with the AOS yeah, stuff, yes, and yeah. you know, so we had these little moments, and you just sort of you do click with certain people, and you admire certain people, and I mean everything that everyone's heard today, it's like Steelo's a very, you know, you just. People are drawn to him, I guess. That's what I would, that's how I would describe you is, is, um, you know, and I, I remember always just wanting to be in your little group and I wasn't always in the group cause I wasn't that fucking cool. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't quite fit in with, cause uh-huh. still I was this, you know, <laughs> but it's like you always want to be, you know, and then, and then uh-huh. even, you know, and then I guess like we stayed sort of mates through that stage and then getting drafted, like you all go your different ways and you know, we don't see each other again, but you see each other after games or whatever. And then I reckon maybe like Dunny went to the Pies or something. Or Howie. Something. Howie oh, yeah. as yeah. well, yeah, yeah, when Howie came across. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, I'd find myself back at Tay Adams joint <laughs> and we're having a few beers and like you just, you, you'd find the people that you sort of mix and match with. And um, yeah, it's been a, a pretty sort of special time. And at the same time, for me, it's it's interesting looking at, you know, say Stilo's career and then my career, it's, they're pretty much polar opposites, aren't they? And it's, um, you know, he said before, you know, finals time, we're coming up to finals time, this is why we play. What, well, 12 years didn't even get a slip. Stilo doesn't,
0: doesn't get out of bed if he's not playing in twenty. Now, with that being said, we'll let you speak in a minute, Stilo, but I, I reckon I, I got this, like, I got an email from a guy named Gordon, and he said, I steal this question. Now, <laughs>
1: you, had going, yeah, you, had best, <laughs> you probably had the
0: best ever to say cup grand final. Kick 10, had 30 from a wing, 30 plus. Is it true that after that game, you sent Jack a message saying, look out, buddy, I'm coming for you. Number one mine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't, I don't. think I said that. If, 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 if I did, I was pissed. It sounds like something he would say, though. Let's Although know. one thing, what you would remember, um <clears> to <throat> so my oldest brother Trent's mad Melbourne supporter. It <laughs> um, must. Oh, it must have been after, but Trent's got a. I think it's just old Sandy jumper. Yeah, totally. I don't know if it was from there, but um, how would he get I'll, back? I'll, I don't know if you were at Melbourne or if you were gonna go to Melbourne going to be number one to Mo and Trent got him to sign this Sandy Jump before, it, I don't know if it was before or after and Trent still has it sitting up in his the shirt. <laughs> loves it. If Absolutely he would. loves it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, back to like with Jack, um, like you, yeah, so basically 2002, like you meet always new people and, um, and then, so like, as it was like a week carnival, like you have a few trainings and then that's it and then sort of like along the way it goes like on the 12s and it's like, 16s, 18. So like there was little times. So for example, like, cause I was with Jack in the under 12s and sort of like 16s come and so like, it's like a familiar face. So yeah. you sort of see these people. So there was a few people that actually, so like Dan hannabury was probably went one as well. It sort way, of went yeah. through the, the whole thing. And, um, that's definitely like, like the connection even now, like mm. Jack and I had the same manager as well. So we used to, play it off a little bit at the Christmas party every, every year. <laughs> um, but it's, it's actually, it's good that, I, th- I think it's great that you start that young so then, you know, by the time you get to 18, you've met like a a huge amount of different people. And um, yeah, I love my friendship that I've got from Jack because there's not too many other blokes that I've sort of known from the start of my footy yeah. career till now. And here we are, what, what I'd say, 2002... Fifteen yeah. Yeah, Oh two thousand two. And now we're sitting in the 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 kitchen doing a podcast. The most amazing (laughs) podcast ever. Overly excited. How excited have you been just leading up to this? You reckon you've got finals
0: coming. (laughs) I don't even reckon you got finals coming up. Still a grand final two (laughs) thousand
1: ten premiership or the overly excited (laughs) Episode five. Now like you
0: just said before, I think it's really like the draft plays such a big role on your future. Like Mm. you went number one to Melbourne, Mm. who were horrible. You know, and your time wasn't good. How fortunate yeah. do you think you went to Collingwood, who arguably the most successful, best company—not company, uh, our company—but company, yeah. but team? Like, are you mate. so grateful for that.
2: Yeah. oh percent. De- yeah. I oh, couldn't have said it any better. And like, as well, like, I don't know any different either. So, um, when you say like Jacks, no finals and things like that, <clears throat> for me, like, I, I can't comprehend that because, as you said, like, I my first year at Collingwood. I was lucky enough to play in the prelim and then the year after won the flag, lost the flag, prelim. So for me, those early years, like that was just normal for me. (laughs) You (laughs) prick. Yeah, it was. (laughs) (laughs) It was normal. And like now, like, and you know, you talk about like being able to turn back time and things. I wish I could go back to when I was 18, 19 and... Like make the most of those opportunities because when when you go through those lean patches, you think like it sucks. Do you reckon it, you took it, it for granted? Like oh
0: oh, uh, you're young. Boy. I don't think you like, can
2: when you're that young. young well,
1: exactly, right. have that perspective of yeah. like I'm gonna soak this all in because like you hear every single person say yeah, like this might not come around. Like make the most of it. And even like when you're playing and every old bloke comes back and they tell you like make the most of your career. Like get everything yeah. out of it. You sit there when you're sitting there, and you go, oh, I'm on a three year deal. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Shut up, <laughs> this old geezer? Like, fucking shut up. I hey, like, yeah. you can't, and then like, you know, definitely, and for me, like, I fucking hated, hated, you know, most of my career, and I was sick of it. Even for me, finishing up, like, which I wanted to do for the last seven years of my career, <laughs> finishing up, like, I had that little moment of like, oh, geez, I want it. I wish I, maybe I wish I did a bit more, yeah. committed a bit more, or did this, you know, and, and like, yeah, that's I'm I'm interested to sort of ask you, I don't want to fucking blabble on about footy too much, but but your first couple of years, like, like did you just feel what what was the feeling in terms because you played pretty much straight away.
2: Yeah, I I played 12, 10 or twelve in the first. In the year. first, yeah. Yeah. including prelim. Yeah.
1: And like, did you have like just the club and the support, I guess, and ha- like the playing group around you, did you feel like loved and cared for and, and supported and that you were doing really good things and and did that sort of flow through for your first couple of years?
2: Um yeah, oh it did. Um and like like I said, like I don't know any different and I mm. can't talk in, for for anyone else. But the moment I've walked into Collingwood, like I've well, I've fallen in love with the place for one because of how good it is, but never have I turned up and like not felt welcomed or not supported um, you know, the supporters and how many volunteers the footy club has. Like there's, there's so many people there that just want to make your experience so good. And um, it's, it's like it's sad to hear of players like yourself who mm-hmm. go through times where, you know, you don't feel supported and you don't have that love. Um, you know, and I, I wish you could have had three or four years at Collingwood to be able to, you know, feel the love and the connection that we have at our footy club. But Don't get me wrong, there's been up and down times as well. It's not obviously... Yeah. all smooth sailing but at the end of the day I <clears throat> always felt like I had someone in my corner um if it wasn't going right then there was always someone I could call or um you know I think the leadership at our footy clubs always been pretty strong as well so um yeah I guess the the footy sides one of it but the club as a whole I've, I've definitely felt like I've like I belong sort yeah. of yeah yeah yeah
0: and I think that's, that's all anyone wants in life. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's sport mm. or anything, you want to feel like you belong somewhere. Yeah. You know, and if you walk in the doors each day and you, you want to be there. Yeah. It makes a big difference. Yeah. You know, and like, yeah. I know you never had that, Jack. And mm. that's it's sad, but that's yeah. the reality of, you know, even workplaces or anything. You know, yeah. Like having that connected culture that people feel valued and wanted mm. and yeah. they want to be there. Yeah. Um, how has that changed? Like as a team, you know, we'll mm. stop talking about footy in a minute, but. Um, you've gone through three coaches since you've been there in Malthouse Buckley and now McRae. Yep. Um, you need to talk about each coach but yeah. I think people are well I'm fascinated by McRae and the the love that I've and I love that the word love do you yeah, mean like you know. that he is built in your team you look like you love each other and yeah. to physically be able to say that it you don't see that a lot, yeah. and it definitely shows with the results and you know how arguably well you played last year when you probably didn't like you yeah. didn't have the best side, but it just yeah. shows when you create that culture. Yeah. What what what's it like? What's the magic um, source? Like, yeah. dude, I want to know. Just so a couple I'm of more bottles friend. in the cupboard, <laughs> if you want to
2: Give us a couple of bottles. Yeah. <laughs> well, the I think like the in terms of like away from the footy has changed so much. Like I, I when I first got and you be the same like everything was just like footy 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 like Mm -hmm. if you're not getting a kick then yeah like that's it almost um whereas now it's literally done like a full 180 like Mm -hmm. um you talk about like i I think now and having experienced the coaches i have that the coach's number one job is to um create an environment where everyone can just rock up to work and be themselves and and just have fun um and i feel like if you're rocking up to work on a Monday. Um, Shitting yourself sh- after well, having, yeah, that having that a shit game. Sh- yeah. yeah. Like depending on, you know, what's happened on the weekend, then <clears throat> it's not a great recipe. I mm. don't think so. And that's
1: not, I think like this is what gets mistreated a little bit. That's, that doesn't mean that it's all airy fairy and, oh, you can play shit and you can do the wrong thing and nothing's going to be said or like, I'm sure you've still got the highest standards and you still f- yeah. push each other like crazy. Yeah. But you, you do it in a way that's, you know, yep, that's not up to what we want. Yeah. But let's get fucking back to it because we know, you know, or yeah. whatever it is. like. And I, think, I feel like some people get, um, you know, get that confused of like, oh, you can't just go and have fun. Like, it's, a, it's still a professional environment. You've still got to fucking be yeah. tough and do this. It's like, yeah, that comes, all that stuff comes from when you feel comfortable and you yeah. feel fucking as a team and you, yeah. you're there for your mate and you'll do anything for your mate yep. and you actually feel bad about doing the wrong thing rather than, yeah.
2: Yeah, Oh, well, and it's different, like, actually wanting to do the right thing and being told to do the right yes. thing as well. Yeah, yeah um, true. Yeah, I, ju- I just think, like, so much of it for us now is, like, yeah, yeah, and, like, Fly's like an 80-20 man, he always talks about. Um, so, like, we're never all one way <clears throat> and, you know, we never want things perfect. He encourages guys to make mistakes. Um, so, like, I'll talk highly fly because he's just, he's he's literally unreal, like, what he's done to the footy club and not only just for the the players as well, like, the whole footy club itself. He's very good at including everyone. Mm. I reckon it can feel as well at footy clubs that, like, and probably still does to an extent, but, like, the footy players are sort of held up on this pedestal and, like, everyone sort of, it, well, it is. Everyone's there to make your job as easy as you can, but yep. they sort of get pushed away and forgotten about a little bit. Yeah. Where now, I, was, I feel like like our footy club is like, yeah, we talk about being side by side, yeah. and as a whole, like I think now we've got a great balance of, of that. And
1: I reckon, like that's an interesting point because I can remember at times, you know, when we were just playing shit, and it's like can't distract the players like it's all about performance on the weekend and and so it's almost like they you exclude you know all your other departments and all the membership team and all your supporters it's like no it's going to distract whereas it's like you can still get your job done you can still train your ass off you can still do all the right things and get these people feeling like they're part of it too
2: and when things aren't going well it's like when things are going bad like you start looking for things (laughs) like the last few years we've been going well, and potentially haven't had to look for too many things. But yeah, like if I feel like people think that you need to do more, and you're not <laughs> doing this, you need to do that. Whereas at the moment for us, like our timetable at the moment is unbelievable. So, like, and you talk like we get in there and we like we do what we need to do, yeah, and we get out of the place like. Um, our coaches always talk about when you're away from the club make sure you're getting energy in like what fills you up what makes you happy so that when you get in there like you're at your best you you do what you need to do and that's isn't that good do you 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 tell
0: Fly do you tell Fly that (laughs) being on the Overleague side podcast fills
2: you (laughs) up (laughs) yeah look out bombers tomorrow night
0: You're <laughs> all over. Hey, mate. Where's the time machine? No, but it, I think it's it's really shown how coaching has evolved, particularly in your career. You know, like you look at our lifetime of technology, with mobile phones, the internet and all that, like it's completely yeah. changed from our parents and grandparents, but from your career, the way the coaching styles were to what they are now. And I think fly is leading by example with that. You know, that human first approach, everybody's different, empower the person. Like you must've like just seen such a change. I know you've mentioned a little bit, but it must be so nice. You're coming towards the end of your career to just get that spark again.
2: Yeah. And I I feel like now it's a lot more like inclusive. Like everyone's involved now. I remember like, yeah like early days there was almost like a lecture like someone's up the front like this is how we're playing this is what we're going to do this week here you go like go away now like our meetings we like we sit in a circle basically and you can't hide as well like it's easy when you're sitting in like a theatre or something just to sit up the (laughs) back and (laughs) hide and like yeah like that's guys out I don't even (laughs) listening but um, yeah now I've got like a massive big screen we all sit in a circle and like everyone's involved in the meeting so um, yeah it's definitely changed in that way and it makes guys like as I said you can't really hide in those positions as well and, and we want guys to be able to if they see something to, to say something as well not sit on your hands and um, you know worry about what you're doing when you get home or whatever being actually interactive in the meeting and, and getting the most out of it so um, yeah the way they even just structure meetings now is a lot better and there's no like our meetings don't go any longer than half an hour anymore and even half an hour is probably a stretch right? That's and
1: that, and that's why people can <laughs> actually, that's why people can actually pay attention because when yeah, we were doing same, our four no hour game reviews it was uh... yeah I'm the same.
2: I wish
0: we could have a video on you Jack, oh, about just how upset you're getting about the different contrasts of stories yeah, I, I love that now you spoke a little bit about before about you know trying and failing and things like that are there things that you've you know look back on now that have helped you grow to be the player you are that you know you probably did something wrong or you wasn't exactly how you thought it would go, but now you've learnt from it. Like, yeah. did you
2: look back and reflect on
0: those sort of things?
2: Um, yeah, but like, I've probably, like, one one time I remember, actually, it was, I don't know what year it was. It might have been, like, 2000 and maybe 11. I reckon, like, pre-season 2011 was when St Kilda Festival was on, actually, and we weren't allowed to go and drink. Um, and i want to say, like, 80, 90% of <laughs> playing group was there. Um, and so it come, I think it was like on the Monday or the Tuesday or whatever, it got out that, I don't know how, but it was me and Blairy that were there. Like I'm, nearly the whole list was there. And so <laughs> we, we ended up basically taking the hit for everyone um, and ended up missing a preseason game. Like, And, and the one thing, like, you can get fined, Money and things, but when you actually miss and playing footy, that's that's the worst bit. So having like missing games of footy, but for me it was almost like I hate letting people down as well, and that was kind of you know where like the one the one person you want to um, impress at that stage is like you're, I'm trying to prove myself. I've only been there for a cut Is the coach, and then so for me to fuck up at an early age um, and to, and to let a lot of people down was one that. You know, I still remember really well now and it was probably a, a time where I thought, you know, maybe I, I do need to make a few changes and look, I've been no saint over my time. I've made a few hiccups along the way, but um, yeah, just almost just like thinking twice about things now and, um, you know, a lot of the times I've made the mistakes is when I've been on the piss and, um, you know, oh, I, I love having a good time. Um, like most blokes i know you can you know you can get carried away a little bit at times and, and that's happened to me but um you know i guess a lot of it has shaped the way i am as well and i wouldn't i would probably change a couple <laughs> of maybe. but no yeah, it's it it it's still, all we yeah, all yeah, it does. Well, exactly right fucking hell we're not saints are we in this <laughs> yeah. room.
1: and for me it's like yeah and i, I think the dip, like for you it's like you've got these people who who just believe in you and you felt like you know, so when you did those things, it really cut you because you're like, fuck, I've let them down They're yeah. in my corner, yep. you know, and that's, that's like such a good environment to have because yeah. then it creates change. And I'm sure you, we all learn from making those mistakes. If you don't yeah. make them, if you don't get that sort of, pun, you know, we spoke about, I think, episode one, like hitting rock bottom creates huge change because... It forces you to have a really good look at at what you're doing, and, and yeah. instead of like if you sort of get away with it, oh, I might be able to do it again. Yeah, I you might do, be do able it to, again. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred
2: percent. Yeah, exactly. 100%, yeah. 100%, yeah. yeah. I couldn't
1: agree
0: more. With that, uh, oh, sorry, Jake, you got a question.
1: No, no, no. I was just gonna, I was gonna head over to these nicknames. Yeah, you go for he's, it. He's got a few. I'm going
0: actually mention that Rusty Blue Corp, Wizard. Where, where's Wizard? <laughs> yeah, Where did Wizard come from?
2: From you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: did
0: yeah. the Wizard come from you?
2: Where did it actually? Just, did it come from Sparta yeah. and it just spoiled out of I mean, control? I don't know. I don't it know. Just, you know everyone just kept just, talking. Yeah, wizard, <laughs> wizard. Oh, and Dale used to be always like, wizard. <laughs> so even all the boys at footy used to say, Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's that was. Weird. Uh, what else yeah. did
1: you say? Blue
2: corp.
0: Yeah, blue corp. Steel. Oh, come on. blue corp. Steel. That's a pretty straightforward one like... I was thinking the oh, no, no. um, With that, obviously, nicknames. Any like funny story? What's your best story or sledge? That's uh surely you do a few sportsman's nights Surely you've got your yeah.
2: go-to. What's your go-to? <clears throat> nah, well, the one story I get asked at sportsman's night is when I, <clears throat>, <clears throat>, is when I ruptured a testy. Yeah, and that's, not, that's not really not really a great story. I don't need um, to hear that. I forgot that. I'm trying to actually...
1: Well, you've, you've, had, a, you've had a beautiful young daughter, so it's obviously... Yeah, but still, that's nothing <laughs> right.
2: Ruptured, but it's healed. Yeah, ruptured. Um, good story along the way.
1: I always struggle with these. Like, when people ask me sledges, like, we just used to get... I mean, we were getting beaten by so much that teams didn't even bother sledging. <laughs> yeah, sorry for you. It was, it was I yeah, time. I don't know.
2: I try not to get involved in too many. Um, oh, don't know. We can, should we have, you should have asked me a few of these. I could have done a bit yeah, of nah, so, we don't like. I don't like yeah, that though. Cuff, like, I like to be off the off cuff. cuff. Yeah. I like
0: to be off the cuff. So, talk us through, obviously, the 300th game. I know it didn't go to plan, yeah. but what was that like? Cause I think, I actually searched this. It's your 101st player in the whole, ever, to yeah. play 300 games. Like, oh, right. that is bloody amazing. Like, how was that, like, the feeling for yourself, but then the whole experience? Yeah.
2: Um, the whole, like, the way it ended was almost irrelevant for me yeah. because, like, I feel like the like the build-up and, um, you know, just what the club did um, during the week was, was the, be- like, the best bit for it. Like, I still got to celebrate with family and friends after it. So um, I think, yeah, what happened after the first bounce almost for me was it could have been the cherry on top, but it sort of wasn't. Um, wasn't the main thing for me, like just having, so like, um, obviously Alicia, Matilda, um, all the boys from my wedding come into the team meeting the day before and, um, just have people come in and almost hear some of the stories, you know, because, you know, I've got my friendship group away from footy and they probably don't know too many stories about me at the footy club. So for them to be able to hear about what I'm like at the footy club and, um, how others see me was cool just to have them to come in, um you know, the amount of messages and, and phone calls that I got was like overwhelming. Um, I'll make sure get I get back to back You're that. Tomorrow. You're yeah. very good at that. I'll just have to give myself, I'm like, I'll literally, there'd be like, say like 80 messages. i like, oh, At least I'm going upstairs. I'm just going to punch back as many as I can yeah. now and just give me 15. Yeah, I'll come back. <laughs> um, yeah. So just to hear from people that, um, you know like i haven't heard from for tw- like 20 years or something like people that i went to primary school with or teachers and things like that it
1: was really cool um to know that but, they're still look watching you what you're doing and you're inspiring them and you've given them this joy in their life yeah, this must yeah. have been yeah incredible. um
2: yeah so the the i guess the whole week itself was was unreal and you spoke about you know my neighbors um all getting together and doing the banner, driving through that. <laughs> um, obviously, Golly come over from UK. Yeah. Who, um, I think he came come over for like four days and then flew back. So for him to do that was unreal. But um, yeah, we had the function there and there was like just, yeah, all the people that I hold close to me were there. And um, yeah, it was just nice to be able to enjoy it all with them because um, I, yeah, I'm not in the position I am without everyone's help. And I said on the night as well, I just hope that, you know, they get some enjoyment out of it as well because you know i love what they've been able to do for me and they're still the people that i love to be around so um yeah would have been nice to kick goals. <laughs> what, did you have a celebration plan? No, nah, not really. No, no, no. I, I knew where most people were sitting, so I probably would have looked over <laughs> the stage for sure.
0: How many uh, How many tickets did you uh, dish out? Because um, I must admit, not, when I'm always scabbing tickets off you yeah. and we sit in a certain area, it's like half a Shepparton's there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you've been. <laughs> it. It's like a good catch-up for me to see <laughs> Oh, you've been well, aren't you? So you're like, oh, you tickets did you? <laughs> <too." laughs> How many did you actually have to dish um, out for
2: your 300s? Well, because it was at Marvel as well. If it was at the G home game, it would have been sweet, heaps more tickets. But um, I got 50, like, Medane Club tickets. And then, I don't know how many, like, just blokes not using theirs, giving them to me. But I was allocated 50 that almost Leash just I gave them to her. And she <laughs> and she he runs yeah, the Yeah, all the family <laughs> and friends and whatever. And then I was just sort of getting one or two off the boys and, Whoever asked, I'll just flick him over. But um, yeah, there was there would have been 200 people at the function <laughs> after it, and probably only 100 of them knew have been there. <laughs> like I knew. Impress- yeah, people I wouldn't have seen for. I'm like, like it, it was great to see him there, but like just not knowing that they were going to be there. To be honest, really I nearly snuck in. into that function <laughs> after the game. To be honest, I was there at the game and I was couldn't even it. move. Yeah, no, it was good. It was great. Um,
0: with that being said, so obviously looking back, what do you? I know you've still got, like, obviously finals to come and that's looking good and you've got another year on your contract and who knows what happens after that, but yeah. what are you most proud of from, you know, that boy from Tali Now, from not just not just your football, because like, mm-hmm. I think what you've spoken about today is so much more than your yeah. football, you know, the way you include people, you may may people feel, like, welcome and connected, you're super kind, yeah. um, and I know that firsthand from, you know, what you were able to do for me, but what are you most proud of, of the person player dad partner husband whatever yeah. do you what are you most proud of um,
2: I don't know I guess one I'm <clears throat> proud to have like being able to stick it out for as long as I have um, you know it, ha- it hasn't been easy all the time but for me like I like I know that I'm super lucky like so many people dream to have the job that I've got and um, you know I definitely don't take the job for granted like I I want to keep doing this for another 10 years probably won't happen but uh, yeah I'm really grateful for the opportunity that I've got and I'm proud that I've been able to stick at it for as long as I have um yeah I, I don't I don't know I guess I'm proud of the person I've become clearly um you know being a part of probably a big family as well like I've always wanted to have my own family so to be able to have a little girl now Matilda and I'm married um is probably it's, that's way better than footy now as well. Footy's almost just like that little bit extra on top. Like, footy's always been my number one. Um, but now, obviously, since being married and having a kid, it's probably made me enjoy the footy is, um, more as well. So, um, you know, when I have a shit day at footy or something, like, I come home and... Um, Matilda's always, well, she's not always happy at the moment. She's she's nearly three. She's got shit sometimes. But, you know, just picking her up from childcare and every day she sees me and she yells out daddy and she runs over. So, whatever I've got going on at footy or whatever, it's gone gone straight away. So, for me to be able to come home to a loving family with Leisha Matilda is, yeah, he's probably what I'm most proud of. Um, Yeah, who would have thought, you know, 15 years ago when I first left Shep that we'd still be sitting here now and, um, yeah being played 300 games and hopefully still a few more to go
1: so after you know you play number 400 and you've won <laughs> another couple of flags and maybe had another few kids and then your career comes to an end yeah do you have any idea of of anything afterwards have you been thinking about that at all or um because it's it's a, it's a yeah. tough little transition <clears throat> yeah so.
2: it is and I, like i Sitting here right now, I don't know what footy, well, what life after footy looks like. Um, I'm also, I'm not, like, I'm not scared of it as well. I'm almost like part of me is looking forward to it a little bit. Um, although I don't know what I want to do, but I feel like I'm set up well enough that I don't need to get delisted on a Monday and then have to find a job, <clears throat> job on the Tuesday. So whether my first job that I get is the job that I have forever, um, probably won't be, but. Um, yeah, also just want to experience what it's like. Like footy is, and you know, Jack. Like it's there's a lot of pressure on you all the time to perform, and you can't always get away from that. So actually, just like even now, like you know, when you have off season, like you still, yeah. it's not completely gone. It's you know, not a it's not footy time. season. I I look forward to the day. Although as I said, I will keep playing the game for as long as I can. Like I look forward to the day where I don't have to worry about who's watching me or yeah. or anything like that. So, um.
1: And I think that's yeah. the beauty of, you know, like, you've had such an incredible career and it it just gives you so many options, doesn't it? Like, yeah. as you said, like, you're not, you know, in that position that a lot of people are where it's like you go from earning a shitload of money and you may have maybe used to that lifestyle and then it's cut short or whatever yeah. and then it's like, shit, I'm under the pump. Whereas, yeah. you know, the beauty for you is you're going to have options and, you know, go down as a legend of the game. So there's plenty of options in that space yeah. too, you know, so...
2: There might be room for three over on that side yeah. of
1: town. <laughs> yeah, when we are we the world. People aren't lining up the over time.
0: Not saying we can't get big pests, but we're excited on your still. One of the things I'm talking about, like you've been very generous with your time and I know you've helped me out a lot over the years. Um, some you've always been asked good questions. I remember uh, I used to run Jack a uh, kid's holiday program. We'd run footy holiday programs. And anyway, trying to get numbers. I said, like, oh, Steelo, would you mind popping in? And I like, put your face on the banner and the flyer. And Anyway, we had people ringing up saying, oh, my kid doesn't want to come, but can I come to pay to listen to Steelo Talk? And we were like, "So these people sticking around? It was really strange. I was like, wow. Just sort of shows yeah. Colin what the club are and how much they love Steelo and things like that. And then he got these questions. Do you remember what we had to say? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember, well, like, well, most questions is it's like, who's your favourite player? And we're like, you know, James Hernandez, Osborne supporter. And then I reckon half an hour later, <laughs> I went, Who's your 31st favourite <laughs> They <laughs> just kept going one after the other. He's still going. looking at me, I'm going to get fourth, or who's
0: your fifth best favourite player? And he's looking at me like, do I answer this? Like, what what I, said. I said, you're oh, all no kids. Like, <laughs> and he was still generally trying to be really nice. Yeah, that uh, says
2: about the teacher, not buddy. <laughs> Wearing them up, doing a bit of research. I was actually really enjoying it. I'm like, these are the
0: worst questions. <laughs> you Easy, I'm not even paying him. He's just helping me out. He's getting this crap on his time off. <laughs> Oh, oh, goodness. Now, I've got a question I like asking this, and it's probably, I don't think it's one you've probably thought of before, but as you said, when you left Shep, 17, 18-year-old, and now everything you've done, if you could look back, you know, over your whole career, your lessons learned, everything you've done, yeah. and go back to that 18-year-old, leaving Shep for the first time, give yourself one bit of advice, what would it
2: be? It's a tough question, yeah. I know. Um one
0: bit of advice don't go to St Kilda Fest when you're not supposed yeah, to yeah no that would have
2: helped <laughs> <laughs> um, no I don't know but potentially I would have like <clears throat> I've never like I love school and that like love going to school just to be around the people like I've been saying but like I never used to love doing school and that I was there for the social side but potentially when I like because when you're part of the AFL as well, there's so many opportunities to, to do things outside of footy. Um, so potentially for me, it would be to probably tip into something at a much earlier age so that, you know, when my time does come and footy is done, that I've actually like fully got something that I'm, you know, locked and loaded on. But um, yeah, other than that, like, I, I don't really know. Like, it's nice that I've been able to wing it at times too. But um, yeah, clearly I've had some, some like great people to, to learn off and things like that but um, yeah I don't really know just be yourself, just be have, yourself. You, have, have, you, fun. have fun and enjoy yeah. it. did you know like no one's ever the same like there's no like blueprint of once you get drafted like this is what you've got to do yeah like you see all different shapes and sizes and all walks of life come in and everyone does it like a different way so like the way Pendles has attacked his um, footy is like quite different to the way swanny went about it so finding actually what works for you as Mm -hmm. well um but i think at the start as well like you've got to like yeah early on there's a a lot more structure you've got to actually sort of follow those things to then get to a point where you think you know this is the way i want to go with my stuff so yeah yeah, there's no real blueprint about how to do it but Mm. everyone's kind of different i suppose
0: did you i know i know you've had a couple of you did a gardening job and (laughs) Which you didn't really enjoy, <laughs> and a bit of building and things like that. You yeah. um, didn't want to You were on the tools, <laughs> you? Yeah. Yeah. I he used to wanted. go and do the garden,
2: yeah. It's like earning <laughs> seven hundred grand a year, and he's on the tools out cutting the grass. I've since realised I did, I, I did that. Yeah, I did that building in front of shit, and now I think, well, say i say I finish footy after next year. I don't think I want to be going on. The t- <laughs> <laughs> straight into a yeah. medicine so Yeah, exactly. Maybe the advice I give myself is to get find a nice nice paying office job that i don't have to be out in the heat and the cold and
1: you can get out in the golf course on a friday, on friday. and make the deals from there nice. talking speaking of golf actually a good friend of yours told me that um you're off about 11
2: 10 or 11 or 12 or 13. Oh,
1: But then all of a sudden, there's a couple of beers get sort of brought into out on course, and you turn into Tiger Woods. (laughs) (laughs) Is this true? Because Jeremy Howe literally told me you you literally play off scratch once the beers come out. Is that?
2: Yeah, I don't know. You just lose all those nerves. It's like um, there's no consequence for it. Like if you. Going out on a Wednesday other, you're, just, you're worried about everything that's going to go wrong. Yeah. Whereas, you know, when you've had a few beers, a few nerve settlers, it's just like... Smack it. Yeah, I'm going to have a crack at this, where you might not. But, yeah, he's right. Like, there was a time there where, like, we used to go on a golf trip, like a heap of us, on Australia Day weekend for a while. And um, those weekends are probably where I've played my best golf. <laughs> <laughs> In your natural environment. Golf trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Very good Very Well, good. I
0: don't know have you, uh, have you got anything else? No, I think
1: that's just have we,
0: Is there anything You reckon we've missed today Steele That fun. you'd like to tell us?
1: <laughs> no, not really
0: No? Steele's <laughs> <laughs> had numbers oh, he's, <laughs> he he's like Getting out of my house yeah. uh, Personally, I'd like uh, This is obviously The first time We've had someone In the excited arena yeah. um, And we both wanted To do somebody That we knew quite well So yeah. you were uh, Obviously our go-to So, yeah Personally, thanks for being our first guest in episode number five, mate. Really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me, a Bloody legend, Silo. And enjoy that squash
2: jumper. is a nice little oh, present. Oh, 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 up, uh, the socks i got have got holes in them. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, I love me socks. So. <laughs>
0: there you go. You don't want
2: to oh, jump, right. mate. <laughs> yeah, you, didn't, you didn't want to jump up. It's coming in Holes in jumper. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> Cut the sleeves off. Make it a bit. No, nah, I'm very appreciative. Thanks, Jack. <laughs>